Hello everybody and welcome to another Eduing podcast. Today in the studio with me is Mrs. Aitchison and Ms. Van Skolkvek. Welcome guys. Thank you. Thank you. I think I'll start off by asking Mrs. Aitchison to share some exciting news with our community. A couple of weeks ago, Mrs. Van Skolkvek had her little baby boy, who's been named Stefan, and we'd like to say a very warm welcome to the newest member of our Eduing family. It's very exciting to always welcome a new member to the Eduing community. Part of the planning in Mrs. Van Skolkvek's maternity leave was in hiring a locum. We went through our usual hiring processes, including the teacher shadowing Mrs. Van Skolkvek at the end of the first term. But unfortunately, the locum teacher has not worked out. It's left us with a great opportunity to explore a project that we started in the first term. Most of you will remember that you completed a, a form, a survey on global languages in an African indigenous language that I did through my Harvard studies in the first term. And I'm very excited that we're going to be able to explore this this term in the last six weeks. But before we dive into the details on that, I thought we might ask the language teacher, Ms. Van Skolkvek, why we learn a second language and what the value of that is. I'm just so excited about this opportunity and having the kids engage with some other second languages other than Afrikaans. The thing for me is learning a second language explores corners of your brain. It opens neural pathways that learning a home language does not open. I have posters in my class that shows you all the different sparks in your brain that you acquire when you learn a second language. I think that this is a wonderful opportunity for our kids to start exploring that and see Everything that we've been saying, what Afrikaans does for you, we're not making it up. It is extremely beneficial to learn as many languages as possible. There's always the hidden curriculum that they realize that Afrikaans is not a difficult language to learn after being exposed to possibly languages like um, Mandarin or Arabic or Isizulu or something like that. I certainly hope so. <laughs> you know, whenever I have this conversation with parents or students who are asking about why they have to learn Afrikaans. I can't help thinking about the experience that we had in Taiwan when we had to learn a bit of Mandarin because we were surrounded by foreign teachers from countries all over the world. And it was very apparent that teachers who had come from a country who had a second language as part of their regular curriculum definitely picked up the Mandarin a lot easier than teachers who came from countries who focused only on one language. So Mr. Aitchison, Ms. Maskalkwek, what is the plan? What do we have to look forward to in the next few weeks? When we started this project, we reached out to a company called Hello Panda. And when we were talking to them about what our victory condition was, they suggested that we do each language over a two-week period so that the students could properly immerse themselves in the culture, the history, the art of the language. It's not just about speaking the language, it's providing a context for that language. Starting the first two weeks with Mandarin, I particularly like the choice of Mandarin for two reasons. One, it's the second biggest spoken language in the world. And the second thing is that it's a pictographic language and generally read from right to left. It's going to challenge the students and be exciting for them to learn to write some of the symbols and some of the, the numbers and some of the words. I thought that would be a very nice opportunity to, to stretch their brains a little bit. In the second two weeks, we are planning to do Isi Zulu as the indigenous African language. In the final two weeks, we are planning on doing Arabic for much the same reason as we're looking at exploring the Mandarin. And I think it's going to challenge the students and be quite exciting. Your plan is for this to be fully immersive. It is a cultural experience, not just basic language. I think that language is 
always developed in the context of the culture and without the context of the culture, the language loses some of its nuance and meaning and value. So we'll be incorporating subjects like creative art. Creative arts and has been incorporated into it and in the creative arts, they're going to be exploring the art, the culture, the cooking and the food, etc. What is the implication of this project on assessment for the rest of Term 2? There's still going to be a mark on their report cards called Global Languages instead of Afrikaans and they will still be assessed rubric based because we still want our children to learn how to embrace the language. So what would that rubric look like? We still encourage participation, engagement, enthusiasm, and we really want the kids to fully embrace this opportunity to become multilingual citizens. So it will be a non-examinable experience in the sense like it will work exactly like technology or creative arts. They will still be assessed on certain criteria that I've already mentioned now. What about the impact of this project on moving forward into Term 3? I'm not concerned about it at all. I know I've mentioned this to my students, how great it is for you to just engage with a second language. So that's already a great development. As far as the curriculum go, everything is on track and we are exactly where we're supposed to go. Term three, we will resume as normal with Mrs. van Skolkwijk and we are on course with the curriculum. So this all sounds very exciting. I'm looking forward to hearing different languages being spoken at school and learning some Arabic from the kids and some Isi Zulu. I know a little bit of Mandarin right now, so that's going to be fun to practice that and sharpen my tongue again. I'm also very excited that we have an opportunity to do this and expose the students to it and take something that can be considered myth into reality so that they are making more informed decisions about the languages that they are learning. A lot of our students are learning languages through Udemy and courses like that, and this hopefully will give them a little bit of guidance. And maybe even they reach out to Hello Panda afterwards as an extramural to learn some of these languages if they want to take it further. Thank you for your support, and thank you very much for coming into the podcast studio to discuss this with me today. And in the spirit of the project, Hambagashli. Daijen. Thoughtsins. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.